Hey, you found us. It's the Ben and Matt Sportscast. I'm Ben Glixman with my tag team partner, Matt Story. And Matt, I've been thinking a lot about the classic Angels song, My Boyfriend's Back, because yeah. baseball is back. And yeah, that has yeah. been in my head because baseball <laughs> is kind of my summer boyfriend it uh, is, in a totally it is. platonic way for me. And it's and it's been a, 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 dry, a dry spell for that relationship through this summer. But uh, there's at least a, a hope, more than a hope. Um, you know, I mean, well, there's, there's, there's a, a plan. plan. There's a plan. There's a plan. Yes, which is good. You know, I mean, we had hope. Uh, and that hope seemed to be getting distinguished by the week. But um, there's a plan. And, and you know, as I, uh, it's going to be a theme of maybe this conversation. And I may say it repeatedly, but like, I'm really trying to be, realistic not pessimistic and not optimistic realistic like there's a plan i'm excited about that plan i'm excited about sports do i know for sure that anything's going to happen no but we never really did you know and i've said that to you before through this like you know march march shattered the illusion that we knew for sure what was going to happen down the road um we don't and so you know hey right now there's a plan to be playing baseball in less than a month and we'll hope that comes to pass the plan involves spring training 2.0 opening in less than a week with teams yeah. going to their home sites if they so choose, uh, yeah. which it seems like from what I've gathered, every team has chosen that. I think so. Now, isn't there some question about Toronto Yeah, and where they're going to be because you have to you know, cross the border? Um, I've heard Buffalo is an option for them. Uh, you know, I, I don't, That seems to make a lot of sense because it's close, relatively yeah. close at least. Yeah. Uh, there are, you know, there are some hammered out details. We know now that there will be permanent DHs. It's yeah. going to be a uh, 50 man taxi squad or 60? 50. It's 60. 60. I thought I heard. No, you're I right. Thought, it's 60. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, is that 60 plus the 25 on your roster or is that no, 60 total? 60 total. And if you remove oh, okay. a player from there, uh, you will not be able to bring him back. So if yeah. somebody comes off your 60 total, you can replace them. Okay. But they cannot be brought back, including in the postseason. Makes sense. Makes sense. Okay. So it's kind of like injured reserve in the NFL, basically. Yes. Get, I mean, the, the old injured reserve where you didn't get anybody back. Uh, there is an understanding now that players – may with a medical condition opt out of the season mm -hmm. and get paid and their service time players mm -hmm. without a medical condition may opt out but without pay and that seems fair uh, you know we talked about that with the nba last week i think i think that's a relatively fair concept you know if, if you don't have a reason not to play and you just don't want to play i don't think you should get paid for your services when you're not delivering said services yeah, but there, I mean, The Athletic ran a story about this a little bit ago, and I think ESPN did as well. You know, you've got players who've had, you know, their appendix removed and their spleen yeah. removed, you know, people who have asthma or blood conditions, mm -hmm. you know, diabetes who play. Mm -hmm. But we've, you know, studies have come out that these things may sure. or, in fact, do have some sort of, you know, added risk with the coronavirus. Right, right, yeah. So it seems like they've tried to accomplish what they were going to do. Um, mm -hmm. I now have, this is my conspiracy theory hat on. Yeah. I now have to wonder, 
Was this a foregone conclusion from March and it was just all posturing both ways? You know, it kind of seems that way. Uh, no, no, mean, one wanted I, to, no one wanted to be the one to blink because right, right. if you blink, you've got another one of these coming up in two years or less. Exactly, exactly. You know, I mean, I know a couple weeks ago when there was, you know, when, when you know, after Manfred said during the draft, you know, we 100% chance we're going to have a season. And then a few days later when the player said, okay, tell us when and where, no need to further negotiate. And then he backed off that and, uh, I'm not so sure. And, uh, you know, I know it's Trevor Bauer and maybe others, but I read Trevor Bauer basically, basically laid it out exactly as it happened. You know, you're stalling another couple weeks, which is true. He stalled another couple weeks so that you can say 60 is the max we can get. And that's what happened. I mean, he pretty much called it. Yeah. Well, and it's funny that you you brought up Trevor Bauer because he has been obviously very vocal on Twitter and has been his whole career. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. he's not wrong on stuff like this a lot of the time, on the mechanics no. of how the teams think or how the game works. I know. agree. I, I mean, I you know, I liked Bauer coming out of UCLA because Bauer's kind of one of those like um, – the same reason you like Josh Rosen. He said things. Yes. And he's, he's, and a, he's a gadfly. You know, he, he kind of exists to, you know, throw a wrench into things. And, and I don't mind people like that because I think, you know, sometimes the world needs people like that. Like, you know, we need people to kind of, you know, challenge conventional wisdom every now and again and, and, and point out the hypocrisy and things. And so I, I respect that he does that. Um, he's a nutcase. I mean, there's, they're not, to me, there's no arguing that, but I like him. And, and I think he has made some very good points throughout this, uh, you know, pointing out again, some of the hypocrisy and some of the, you know, things that are said and, you know, to his credit, I read, you know, a few days ago, he tweeted, you know, Hey, we're, and, and I may have read it on a tweet that you retweeted. I don't know, but basically pointed out that, um, you know, we're, we're arguing about rules that will be in place for at most, 16 months we're going to have the we're going to have this next round in 2021 that's the time we should be arguing and i totally agree with him on that yeah well and and i think one of the takeaways for me of what we watched with the posturing because i i i'm i know i said it was a conspiracy theory but i believe it's <laughs> it's the one i believe my brother yeah you know believes whatever yeah. conspiracy theories he wants you believe whatever conspiracy theories you want Sure. I believe this, that this was all posturing. But one thing it gave us was an insight into how the negotiations might go. For example, yeah. the players were very quick to say, okay, you can put ads on the jerseys. Because they, you know, right. what do they care? Right. So sure. I, I think that that, if I'm the owners, I'm like, okay, well, that's happening. We're getting that. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, similarly today, I saw the NFL owners voted to, they're going to close the first closest rows of seating but sell advertising on the tarps that, that they too. cover the seating with i saw that too and that you know we've talked about a few things through this that it's like i wonder if that'll be a permanent change that's one i wonder if it'll be a permanent change because you know field side seating is not court side seating it's not really that good anyway to be honest you know like i mean being in the first row at an nfl stadium can be a bad thing in a way because you may not be able to see the whole field depending on how low that level is and um, and you're already separated. I could see that becoming just a just a permanent thing, you know, a way to a way to make some more money, basically. Which we know the NFL loves to find ways to make more money. Well, and those are the fans who you see on television, right? Uh, and if you are State Farm, Papa John's, Subway, yeah. uh, 
you know, find a team with your color scheme. I'm thinking the Eagles with Subway, for example. Yeah, uh, true, true. You know, and you you just pay for the ad right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean that does that does make a lot of sense, and and uh, I you know I saw that too. Now I'll ask you. You're talking about you know revenues and stuff like this, and I'll be honest, I've been confused. The, so am I correct that they are not expanding the playoffs this year? Right, that did not happen. For which? The NFL or Major League Baseball? For for baseball. Yeah, sorry, sorry. I'm going back <laughs> yeah. to baseball. Yeah. Um. Yes, I believe that's true. They did not expand them for this year because the players offered that, and that got that was one of the other things that got offered and rejected. So wouldn't it make sense? Now this is what I'm getting to. Why are the why were the owners in MLB against that? Wouldn't that make? Don't they get more money if they expand the playoffs? Well, I think the more players TV revenue. And well, I think the players the, were only willing to do that. If they got more games okay, and they wanted okay. to, Oh no, I take it back. It's a, uh, no, it is. It's 10 teams. Same as before. Okay. That's so what I thought. Wild, I, mean, t- you know, wild I was watching. I mean, I'm, I'm getting that from, from Jeff Passan. You know, he was on Dan yeah. Patrick yesterday morning and, and Dan Patrick was saying before he was on, he's like, you know, well, remember we haven't expanded playoffs. And then Passan was on and said, you know, no, we still just have 10 teams. And he's like, Oh, I thought that was, and I thought it was too. I thought that was happening. No. So the basically. reason why, Okay, so I was right on this. The players had offered it as part of the idea of they wanted expanded revenue sharing for that. Because what uh, they because okay. they don't get any, I think they don't get any bonus or only a minor bonus off the playoffs. And they wanted like a $50 million pool or something okay. for the okay. playoff teams. Um, you know, it's going to be a very interesting thing to see moving forward because much like the jersey advertisements i'm sure this will go i mean turner just spent a billion Mm dollars you know to get more baseball postseason rights i know i know and so that's why i mean that's why i'm asking you because i haven't followed this as closely as you have i know and and you know i was talking to my dad and we were kind of talking and i'm thinking you know it kind of seems like both sides should want expanded postseason right um, and, and so I didn't really understand why one was against that. And I, I mean, I get it a little bit more now. I still don't totally get it from a common sense standpoint, but at least, you know, at least you explained to me why it was. Well, so in the initial deal, which I, to be clear, what happened was the deal that was made in March is the deal that got enforced here, which is, is going, they, right, they right. agreed the commissioner could do it. And in that deal, there was no expanded playoffs. So the okay. players dangled that with the Jersey advertising as ways to try to get more games and more revenue. So um, there was discussion back in like January before any of, you know, before any shutdown or any spring training pause or anything mm-hmm. of expanding the baseball playoffs, but that, that never reached the point of actually being approved. Am I correct in that? Yeah. That was just kind of chatter at that point. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't approved for this year. Okay. It was okay. posturing. At the time, people thought it was posturing for the collective bargaining that was gotcha. going to be happening. For 2021. Okay. Yeah. okay. And they were you know, and, floating out these ideas and suggesting these things. And, and it's not like gotcha. the NFL where it's just like, oh, we should have a playoff happened. team. Okay. And, and I was going to say, part of the reason I might be confused, and you know, because when this conversation started, you said, well, what are we talking? You know, the NFL did approve it, I know, for this year. They yeah. added the extra wild card, right? So they're going to... 14 teams total yes so that may be why i'm thrown off because i may be thinking of the nfl because they they went from idea to 
execution very quickly with that. It was like, you know, I think they're going to expand and it's going to happen this year. Boom. Done. Yeah. Um, I think that some of the stuff in the rules, as we've talked about, is going to be, well, how do you enforce this? The the Brewers did a thing. Uh, They put Brent Suter, who was the player rep to the uh, union, and he did an interview where he talked about how hard it's going to be because there's no high fives and there's yeah. no fist bumps and you have to keep a distance. You know, it's a question of holding runners on because you're in, they encourage the fielders to maintain a certain amount of distance. Well, right. you know, do, you, do you tell your guy not to hold the guy at second? Uh, exactly. Or, sneak or, behind or him? you know, when when the guy tries to steal second, you know, and there's a tag play like you can't you can't tag the guy from six feet away. Uh, you know, there's, there's gonna be, I mean, and, and now I'm stealing this from passing again, I watched him on Dan Patrick and me, you know, cause they talked about the first base and he said, you know, like, you know, you, you're going to have to just live with it. Like that's, that's baseball. And, and we're, you know, a week later, we're supposed to have basketball back. Well, basketball is going to be played with guys, you know, right next to each other all the time soccer's already being played in Europe. You were the one who pointed this out to me and I, and I've seen it, you know, on TV, you know, you watch these guys and they're, they're bodying up right next to each other all the time. So like, you know, it's just part of sports and you know, like, yeah, you can, you can do your best to try to maintain some discipline in certain areas, but to expect that, you know, you can play baseball without somebody standing right next to each other. You're not going to be able to, I mean, if, if that's the requirement, then you should have never come back. Uh, I want to throw out something about soccer based on what we've talked about before. Um, I watched some of the highlights of the Chelsea match today. Yeah. With yeah. the pumped in fake crowd noise. I thought it was yeah. great. I thought it worked really well because you need that low hum. You, you know? know, it's worked well in soccer. It has. I agree. Um, I I think it'll work well in baseball. I think mm-hmm. baseball is kind of like soccer. They're, they're both sports where there is just kind of a hum that goes over the crowd and yeah, you have reactions if there's a home run or something, but, but it's not, it's not a roller coaster ride of sound. I don't know how it's going to be in basketball. That, that is one sport that I'm like, I just think it might come off cheesy, but I, I'm, I'm willing to see how it is. You know, I mean, it's like, well, we'll see if they do it, how it feels, but I just think it, I think it might come off as a kind of lame. What I'm hoping is that they, they implement the low hum and they don't try to adjust for the moment. Just, just give me some sound in the background because the announcers will carry it. You know, I agree. I agree. You don't, don't, um, you know, don't pipe in, you know, uh, MVP chance when LeBron's at the line, like, yeah, it's it's just kind of late. Um, you know, I, I, I have a basis for comparison here because I watched the last, uh, WWE pay-per-view and they did it for one of the taped edge versus Orton. And they said, to their credit, they said ahead of time, you know, we're going to present it cinematically with some, they didn't use, you know, the term fake crowd noise, but essentially fake crowd noise. And it just seemed kind of cheesy because they piped in, you know, this is awesome chance. And I'm like, that's not real. Like, you know, that, that feels wrong to me. Uh, you know, again, a general crowd noise of people cheering. I don't mind that. But yeah, the, the you know, piped in chance just seemed too phony to me. Yeah, I mean, the other thing is baseball, I think, more than basketball, has a rhythm to it. Like, guys step out, you can do the, you can play the horns for charge, you you know, and stuff like that, where, yeah, that's what would happen. It's not, you know, 
but it's going to be interesting. The the stuff for me that I think is going to be fun to see with the return of baseball. Will there be walk up music? Does it matter? Will yeah, there be I mean, between innings stuff on the right. on the jumbotron? I, I mean, there's no that. need for the in stadium host because there's no, no in stadium people. You know, we don't need a you know contests uh, over you know the condiment races that they have at the Diamondbacks or you know the the rally backs throwing the shirts out or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, I I would agree. Um, there doesn't seem to be a need for that. I would think they'll be adverti- advertising. Oh, for sure. You can see on TV. You know, um, now, but you're right. I mean, the, the center field scoreboard where there's big advertising during the, you know, the inning breaks, what's the point of that? You're not going to see that on TV. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I mean, cause they're going to go to commercial, show you better advertising, you know, that they make more money for. They're not going to have a camera pointed towards center field. Now, now behind the plate makes sense the, you know, the, the outfield fences, those make yeah. sense. Um, flip but, side know, like, though, something to think about. Yeah. I think that this is going to vary team by team as I sit here and think about this. Uh, if I had if I had done the contract for a, you know, using her sausage for the Brewers, right. they are not an in-stadium sponsor. I think it's Johnsonville right. now. It used mm-hmm. to be Clements. But if I had <laughs> done that deal... Yes, I know the sausage sponsors and the history thereof. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, I'm, I, I'm just... That's, I'm just chuckling. But if I'm the in-house counsel for, you know, Johnsonville Brats, yeah, I'm going back and looking at my contract to make sure that I didn't just say pay per game at home, not True. per game open to the public. Because, True. True. because yeah. if I'm a team, I say, well, we performed. There was a game. We played there it on the screen. Game. What do you want yeah, from us? That's- that's a great question. I mean, that's that's a very good point. Yeah, how does that work? I mean, because, yeah, you you know, I doubt that very many people considered the possibility of, oh, I'm going to buy some prime advertising on the center field scoreboard. Nobody will see it because there won't be anybody in the stadium, but there'll be games played. I mean, that that was not, like, unless you are really, a, a you know, a prepare-for-all-possibilities company, and maybe they are, maybe some are, but, you know, like that was not on any of our radars as recently as, you know, six months ago that we'd be playing. I mean, you know, remember in early March when the idea was broached of playing basketball without fans and LeBron said, you know, I ain't playing games without fans. I mean, that was how people felt in large part. I mean, come on, I got to do that. Well, now it's real, but you, you wonder, you know, how many people, how many companies thought of that type of stuff before now? I sure didn't. No, uh, I never considered the possibility that the Diamondbacks would be playing at Chase Field to an empty stadium. Uh, they play to a you know seventy five percent empty <laughs> yeah, stadium. I was just saying, not intentionally anyway. You know, but yeah, a hundred percent empty is not something I considered. Yeah, and it so to me it becomes very interesting. You know, this is a a booming area in the legal market right now of what does your insurance policy say for business interruption? I'm sure. Yeah. But for these things, for sponsorship agreements, you know, there's clauses for force majeure that, you know, act of God or act of war or act of government that prevent something from happening. But if the game happens, but the team locks out the fans, I think you, I mean, look, I know no one's listening and therefore they don't care. And Mrs. Story, if you're still here, (laughs) 
I understand you probably don't care about this, but it probably rings a little more true, maybe, than the like historical ASU quarterback ranking. Podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she's probably not still here, but you never know. Yeah. If I tell her that she comes up 20 minutes in, then she might still be here. But, you know, it's just something to think about as we talk about this, because it'd be really interesting if you're Miller or Budweiser or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, you know. I mean, I agree. I mean, I'm, I'm just thinking of, of, you know, Chase Field. And, uh, you know, that's the place I've seen the most games, you know, just over the years. And, and you know, the, the center field scoreboard, mammoth scoreboard, and there's there's advertising all over it, some permanent, some that, you know, is on the, the marquee that they could change and they can put up in between inning sponsors and, you know, the, the events and, the, you know, the contests and stuff like that. And, and, and that is basically useless now. Because on TV, you're not going to see that. No, you know, they're not going to have a camera angle pointed at the top of the center field scoreboard. That was very good when you have fans in there because people look up there and, oh, what inning is it? How many outs? What's the count? You know, uh, the people who are at the stadium who actually care about the game. Look at that. Um, and and now, you know, it's sort of like, uh, you know, the big the big scoreboard over basketball. Now, they're not playing at, a, at home arenas this, you know, this season. But, you know, the advertising that goes up there, if, if they would end up playing next season at home arenas with minimal or no fans for a while or potentially longer than a while, uh, you know, like that's another area where it's like, well, hey, you're not going to see that. They don't show that on TV. Yeah. It's interesting. I mean, there's a whole lot about this that, you know, it, it just it just like you reexamine the way you look at sports um, stuff that you just took for granted. Uh, you know, our whole lives. Um, now it's like, well, boy, that that doesn't make sense now. Or maybe they'll do this different. Or you know, it's just it's bizarre. Honestly, this has kind of turned a lot of things on its ear. Yeah. Um, shifting gears a little bit to the NBA. You know, we talked about that baseball had a plan for players opting out. The NBA had mm-hmm. its own plan. Uh, in addition to having to be tested before they returned to the team compounds at disney basically where we've now learned malcolm brogdon and Jokic and and a number of players have tested positive yeah um players had a window to opt out of participating with no penalty but no pay right um so they're they don't have to you know they don't have to redo the contract year or anything like that and we've seen uh trevor reza has chosen to not return uh this season and a couple for other bizarre reasons. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't for, expect that for a hey, paternity you know, fight. Everybody's got their own thing. Or not yeah, uh, yeah. custody, not paternity, a custody, custody fight, a, a one month visitation or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That almost felt like. Now I didn't read a tremendous amount. That almost felt like his ex-wife or girlfriend or whatever was really like going out of her way to try to stick it to him. Like yeah. you know, hey, I'll agree to this one month thing. Oh, it happens to coincide with when you have to play basketball. Tough. Tough deal, like, you know, almost like one of those, well, you can decide which one you want, but I'm not going to go out of my way to help you. Yeah. Um, you know, it, so it's going to be interesting, and, and they have a similar issue. I mean, baseball's protocol for getting a positive test is they, they've eliminated the DL for it, basically. You just are immediately yeah. inactive, yeah. and you remain inactive until you have two negative tests right. and no fever. Right. Um, which is interesting, you know, cause the NBA 
you only have your finite crew there. You know, each team right. is entitled to less people than one baseball team plus taxi squad. Right, right, yeah. I mean, it, you know, it's it's going to be, I mean, I know you don't follow golf, but, you know, golf's been in the news the last, you know, 24 hours or so. They had some guys withdraw or either one of them actually tested positive. Others had associates that did. And, you know, I think it's just something that we're going to have to kind of get used to as, as we are with everything else right now, like I said, with sports that, you know, you're not going to be able to count on, you know, game three of the playoff series, having the same lineup as game two, you just may not. And we're just going to have to like press forward with it in all honesty, you know, guys are going to miss time. Um, you may get results that don't seem legitimate because of that. And I don't know that there's any way around that. Uh, the only way around that is to, to not play for a year plus. And financially, that's not sustainable, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah, it's just the way it is. Like, we're going to have gonna have guys get it, and they're going to have to sit out, and that's that. You know, I mean, you try to keep it to a minimum, and, and I'm sure they will do their best to do so, but you can't, you know, you can't control the forces of the outside world. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to provide any team – fan base with a with a new argument for why their team didn't win the title if they made it to it. yeah 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 i mean i i look forward to the day when we could get back to having those arguments on sports twitter it's been too long and i and i hated them but i you know i look forward to the day when we can say the lakers would have won if this had happened or the clippers would have won if this had happened because that means there are games being played at least or games have been played um, but yeah, this is, this will be, you know, great fodder for the social media world and basketball, as we've discussed is the, the hub of that. And, you know, I'm sure there'll be a lot of those. Well, you know, the Lakers would have won the title if this guy hadn't missed time or, or the Bucks would have won if this guy hadn't missed time, you know, who knows? They may be right. It's just like, you know, 25 basketball programs around the country think they would have gone to the final four this year. Eh, eh, we don't know. But, you know, it's easy to say, ah, boy, our team was ready for something special when you didn't have a chance to prove it or not prove it. Yeah. Um, so I'm curious to see how the NBA return goes. I, I mean, I think all of this is interesting. You know, uh, optimistically, the NBA's plans to me seem the most likely to succeed compared to MLB or the NFL. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's it's uh, it's fewer you know, people and it's a single place. It's a single place, and it's and it's a shorter time. You know, I mean, it's it's three months max for two teams in that you know that that are going to be there that long. The majority of teams will be out within a month and a half, so you can do it. And the NHL is probably looking at the same thing. Um, you know, doing an entire season that's not sustainable. And I think that's why baseball abandoned that notion pretty quickly. It was, it was popular in late March and early April. Oh, they could all, you know, just pool them here. And like, Double header on Sundays. Right. I mean, that's just, it's not sustainable, um, to, you know, put guys in one place for, for that long and, and say, you know, okay, you're going to now, as it turns out, the baseball season isn't really going to be that long, but it felt like that at the time. And, and football, you know, I mean, like, unless you're going to play a, an eight game season uh you know the season's long you got to have days off in between and to expect that you're going to put these guys in a bubble all in one place like that is not going to happen uh you're more likely to not have a season at all than to get everybody in one place and play every i mean how would you even do that 
how'd you, you know, it's not like basketball where you can play a game after a game after a game, you know, the field gets torn up and, and, you know, you can't have a team playing a game, you know, the fourth game in a day on a football field. That's dangerous. You can do that in basketball. You know, you could start games at 10 in the morning and play till 10 at night and play, you know, five games in a day in Orlando. Can't do that in football. So that's just not even realistic. Yeah. It's, it's going to be an interesting year for oh yeah it is it is i mean we just we just have to we just have to strap in and know that it you know it's it's not going to be the smoothest of rides um but you know like the alternative is to not have a ride at all and i'm i'm of the mindset and and financially the leagues are of the mindset that you know but the bumpy ride is better than than no ride whatsoever and that's what it's going to be. It's going to be weird. It's going to be awkward. There's going to be empty stadiums and empty arenas or, or partially filled stadiums and arenas. Um, you know, there's going to be guys missing time. Um, there might be some results that don't seem legitimate because of guys missing time. And it's like, you know, that, that's just, that's the world we're going to deal with for a bit. And eventually I, you know, I think we'll get back to more predictability, but we're not there right now, and that's life, you know. So you, you take what you can get. Uh, Matt, I have breaking news that you might care about. Kai yeah. Murphy has transferred back to ASU baseball. The son that. of I Pat just Murphy. Heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I I just uh, I got a I got a text to that effect actually while we were talking, um, which is great. That's I knew he had he had left Oregon State or was in the uh, was in the the transfer portal. Um, and that's that's awesome, yeah, yeah. A nice, uh, a nice little coming home moment. I wish his dad would come back too. His dad's busy being the bench coach for the greatest baseball team in the major. I know. Well, you know, <laughs> maybe after the year he'll he'll get the itch to come back, uh, or well, he may already have the itch to come back. The ASU needs to have the itch for him to come back, and uh, I'd love it, but you know, I don't think the powers that be would. Yeah. Unfortunately, your Pat Murphy love is is not shared by the administration at Arizona State. Yeah, yeah. I mean, never say never. Crazier things have happened in sports. Guys, you know, end up back at places that you'd never, ever think they'd go back to. Um, And, you know, except for Crow, basically everybody in the athletic department has, you know, or at least the ones who have control over baseball has switched over from when he was here. So is there always that possibility? Uh, Yeah, but it's probably pretty slim. Um, Speaking of ASU baseball to go continue our bouncing back and forth between sports as things pop into my head. um, I don't think that Torkelson will be added to the Tigers um, taxi squad, but I am curious to see what teams do with that because your top prospects haven't, gotten to play and we don't have a plan for the fall league which is i agree one set of ideas on how this can be dealt with is you just expand the fall league to be a you know one month minor league season right right but i don't know i think you're going to start seeing teams at at least consider if not act on that idea you know because what the heck you know i agree no i'm i'm with you uh you know i mean now i i wonder and you may know this there's always that like um, part of this that's you know service time and does this count as a year and and so if that's still a factor, will you have teams that will hold their guys back just because they're looking long term and they don't want to use this sixty games as a year of service? 
Probably. But I mean, you think that's yeah. still a factor. But some if I, places. Now, other places it wouldn't be because, you know, you've got a chance to win. But, you know, you shouldn't, basically. Well, and I also wonder if you're so low uh, with some of these guys. Like, Torkelson has, right. he, not, you know, he's not going to come back next year, probably. You're going to put him back through a minor league process. So right. you do it now. I mean, the Brewers did this when they signed Ricky Weeks. Now, he was one of those guys who signed to a major league contract similar to Bryce Harper. Where, where, yeah, you know, yeah. But they drafted him in 03, you know, and in 03, he was on the team. And then in 04, he was back in the minors. Like, he didn't, right. you know, but he came up for the, you know, for the 40-man. The Brewers weren't particularly good during that or much of my childhood <laughs> and teen years and, and 20s. But, yeah. Yeah. You know, so there wasn't much of a risk and you just bring them up. But, uh, you know, I think that'll be one of the fun things for teams that, you know, if you lose, if you start the season, zero and five in baseball, mm-hmm. right, might as well start seeing what your young guys can do. You know? Yeah. 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 I mean, uh, you know, I agree. I mean, it, it, it is going to be weird. I know, you know, I heard, you know, and, and it seems too early to even do this, but I mean, it's, I guess it's fun. Um, you know, like who's the favorite and who do you, you know, do you like? And, oh boy, the, the Dodgers look like the favorite. Like, I mean, the Dodgers, the last several years, a couple of times at least, have gotten off to very slow starts. Then they've surged. I remember one of the last years I was at the Cardinals. The Dodgers went on a huge run in August and passed the D-backs. It was either 15 or 16. Um, and, and you know, ended up winning that division comfortably. Like, you don't have that, that margin for error this year. You know, if you start out, I mean, I know the, the point's been made, and it's very true. If you start out like the Nationals did last year, 19 and 31, you're done. There's no turning around in that time. Uh, that's, that's you know, five-sixths of your season right there. So, you know, yeah, it, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, if you're the Yankees, you go in with huge expectations. But, boy, what if, I mean, if you start, you know, 15 and 15, it might be too late for you to make a run. Yeah, seriously. So, it, it, it you know, like, here's the thing. Like, I think we should just embrace it for what it is. Is it a traditional season? Absolutely not. You know, they're, they're, you know, could somebody hit 400? And if they do, would that be considered the equal of Ted Williams? It, it certainly should not be. No, but if somebody um, hits it, 450? Yeah, I mean, you know, like, there's, you know, I think we just need to treat it as, as fun, to be honest. Like, it's fun. That's, that's what sports are supposed to be. And we haven't had a lot of fun lately, it seems like. And part of that is we haven't had sports. And, and so just, just have fun with it. Like, you know, okay, 60 games, is it the most legitimate way to determine the best team? Eh, okay, maybe it's not. But, you know, it's, it's better than nothing at all. And, and so, you know, let's, let's have fun with it. See where it goes. And, and, you know, maybe we'll end up with Yankees, Dodgers, and it's great. Maybe we end up with, uh, you know, the, the Pirates and the Twins. And we're like, oh, gosh, that wasn't all. But, you know, hey, let, let's take the journey and see where we end up. If we get Pirates Twins, I'll be thrilled because that would be crazy. <laughs> that would be amazing. I mean, you know, who knows? I mean, again, 60 games, like we see the opposite. I just, you know, pointed out like the Nationals getting up to a slow start. You see in baseball all the time, team gets out to a, you know, first month and a half and boy, they're like, wow, this team's playing well. And then they fade. Reality hits. They end up missing the playoffs by 20 games. That wouldn't happen this year. You may have a team that gets off to a hot start and a hot start's all you need now. Yeah. You know, you could, you know, could the Rangers with this rebuilt rotation, you know, click right. in before uh, guys' arms fall apart? Sure. 
Anything's right, possible. Right, right, right. Uh, you know, I mean, it just like, I don't know. It, you know, it's just like, it, I just am happy to be talking about the potential of who's going to play in the World Series. Because for the last, you know, three months, we've been talking about who, how can they settle their financial differences and will there ever be games this year? And, and I know we're not there yet. I, I fully concede that, you know, I read people saying, you know, I'll believe baseball's back when we're, you know, one second away from the first pitch being thrown. And I get it. Uh, but, you know, hey, if everything goes according to plan, then four weeks from tomorrow, or four weeks from today, apparently, one of the two, we have baseball games being played. And five weeks from tomorrow or today, we got basketball games being played. And maybe NHL shortly after that. And, like, that would be fun. It would just be nice to get back to having – some American team sports. Uh, well, I've had fun watching the premier league the last week or and a half. You know, it's, it's not the same. I, I want to see the Lakers. I want to see the Cubs. I want to see the, the New York Rangers. Uh, you know, like uh, I want to see these teams play again. Yeah. I New guess. York Rangers is probably not a good example. I don't think they made the playoffs in hockey, but you, you catch my drift. Yeah. But, but someone, someone yeah. historic and we'll say the Philadelphia Flyers. How about that? I think they're pretty confident they're in. Yeah, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I don't know who's in the hockey playoffs, and my normal excuse... I mean, it's excuse, 24 out of 31, yeah. so it's most of them, but I'm pretty sure the Rangers were one that wasn't, if yeah. I'm remembering right. Well, my normal excuse is I don't know who's in the hockey playoffs <laughs> until the playoffs, but they're only in the playoffs, so we're I should in the know. Playoffs. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're in a, a pause until the playoffs, but I think the Rangers were out, from what I recall, because I, rem- I remember seeing, you know, like, of uh, like some of the traditional, I think the Blackhawks are out, the Rangers. I know the Red Wings. Red Wings are horrible, uh, you know. So some of the like you know standard powers, big cities are not going to be in this, even though they expanded, but still better than nothing, I guess. So here's who's eliminated: the Ducks, the Kings, the Sharks, okay. the, the Devils, the Red Wings, the Senators, okay, and the Sabers. Also, the Rangers are in it. The Rangers were. Let's see here. They were the last team in the Metropolitan Division to qualify. Okay, okay. Well, then there you go. I can watch the New York Rangers if I want to. Yeah. So, there. yeah, there we there are. There you go. And the Blackhawks, I guess. I guess I was off on that. And as I look at this, Ottawa is eliminated, but the rest of Canada yeah. advanced. Still in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, it could be fun. I mean, like I said, like that's the operative word when we – when we think sports, or at least it should be, the operative word is fun. That's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be fun to watch, fun to enjoy, um, and and like let's just let's just enjoy it for what it is. You know, is it twenty four teams in the NHL playoffs seem ridiculous? Eh, yeah, uh, but who cares? Like I wouldn't want it every year, but I'd rather have this than nothing. Yeah, look, this is the year we talked about this. Before. This is the year to experiment. This is the year. Yes, to just- it is. It is, and I'm glad baseball's doing some things like that. Do I, you know, I'm not really a big fan of the whole, like, oh, let's put a runner on second base in extra innings. I I think it's a little cheesy, but okay. Well, I mean, am I going to get that upset by it that I'm like, I refuse to watch baseball because of that? Eh. Uh, You know, I mean, it's it's an experiment. Maybe we'll find that it's awesome. You know, we really might. Like, we might might watch it and think, boy, this is fun. We should do this from now on. Or we might think, this is lame. Let's not do this next year. We'll find out. Yeah. I don't love it like you, but maybe it'll grow on me. 
Or maybe yeah, I'll just I mean, hope don't we don't ever have like extra innings games. Yeah, I, I think, you know, I'd rather see the traditional, you know, game that, that, you know, I mean, again, for people like you and me who love sports, we're not opposed to the game that could go 16 innings and, and go deep into the night. And that's fun. You know, you wake up in the morning, you say, oh, that game went 19 innings. Um, but a lot of casual sports fans are not seduced by that. And and so maybe, you know, maybe we'll, we'll land on something here that it's like, oh, hey, this isn't really so bad. It adds a layer of excitement, a layer of strategy that we didn't consider before. Who do you put in that spot? You know, do you start out the inning with a bunch, you know, things like that, that, you know, you don't think about and maybe we'll enjoy it. Or there's a good possibility that by the end of the year, we'll think, boy, this is really lame. Glad we're not doing this full time. Yeah. But yeah, look, it's a weird year. Someone's going to probably, hopefully win championships in each of these sports. So yeah. someone will get to yeah. hang a banner. Yeah. Some fan base will get to wear shirts and every other right. fan base will get to make fun right. of them for it. And... <laughs> right, right. I mean. I got to tell you, if the Lakers win the NBA title, will I get a shirt because LeBron won? Yeah. Uh, you know, if the Cubs win the World Series, will I get another one? Yeah. Uh, and will I be ashamed of it? Not in the least. Not in the least. No, and nor would you be if the Brewers win. I know it. You don't even have to say it. Yeah. I, I just, I'll take the Ws. Thank you. Right, I mean, right, look, yeah. if, 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 let's put it on, on terms we both can understand. If California doesn't allow college football, but right. the rest of the conference does, and we right. win the Pac-12, which becomes the Pac-8, Yep, I will celebrate that the, win. <laughs> I agree. We're in the Rose Bowl, and, and yeah, like bring it on. Yeah, although I think the Rose Bowl is a playoff game this year. Especially we could still the Rose be Bowl then. But <laughs> regardless, yeah, yeah. If we're, if we're the Pac-12 or whatever champion, uh, I mean, I don't, to be honest with you, I don't care if it becomes the Pac-2 and we beat one other team. We're the champ. I'll wear that shirt. Yeah, I'm with I mean, that's you. an extreme scenario, and I doubt that'll happen. But you know, let's say it's a you know Arizona and Arizona State are the only teams to play football, and we beat them. And then like, oh, you're by default the Pac-2 champion. Print me out that shirt. Yeah. Oh, for sure, for sure. So anyway, um, the only other piece of news we had is ASU signed a. Uh, Ukrainian 16-year-old for basketball, yeah. and he's yeah. reclassified. He's class of 2020. He'll be joining Josh Christopher and Bagley and the whole crew. Um, that's exciting. That you know should be fun. Should be fun. Yes, yes. I mean, I uh, you know we we got robbed as everybody did of of you know the the best part of college basketball season last year, um, and so hopefully they'll make up for it with a fun one in in 2020 21. You know. Uh, we we need to have a we need to have a season and a tournament that that you know is two years rolled into one basically. Yeah, and we've got the team to do it this year. So yeah, that's we it. do. We do. Yeah. Well, but it sure is going to be quite a while, I think, before we find out about Remy Martin and and Verge. Yeah. See, the the deadline's until October. Yeah. Well, if they're playing, that's, that's if they're playing with practice. the team during. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, now they could they could withdraw sooner. But uh, yeah, they're. I mean, they're not. They're giving a new deadline to enter the draft till August, I think, August seventeenth or something like that. So if you didn't enter before, but you want to enter now, you still could. And then I think it's October sixth is the deadline to withdraw. So, I mean, you could withdraw and join your team for practice the next day. I think. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. That should be interesting. Yeah. I mean, hopefully we'll get those guys back and 
and be geared up for a really fun season. Um, who knows? But uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I will admit that I've had a hard time getting myself fired up for like ASU football articles because I just don't know if we're gonna have it. And I don't want to be that way, but I, like I read, I saw that Doug Haller article this week about, you know, what the ASU offense might look like under Zach Hill. And I just couldn't do it. So yeah. I, just, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't, I can't do to myself what I did in March, which is be like hundred percent, this is going to happen. And then, and then be disappointed. I can't let that happen again. So, uh, you know, we'll see. I, I hope that I'll have to do a lot of cramming in mid to late August when it's like, Hey, we're having this football season time to read up right now and just kind of buying my time yeah i i remain pessimistic i will be pessimistic until they are on the sidelines and even then we saw with the nba that's not a guarantee (laughs) right right i mean you know again i i know like my motto has been and it's and it remains as long as the games are scheduled and they still are i'm not gonna be like oh it's not gonna happen no i'm not gonna do that but i'm also you know, March was March was a really downer of a month for me because I looked forward to it for like three months ahead of time. There was so much there was tournament and players championship and NBA games and, and and nothing happened except for NFL free agency, which wasn't as exciting as it should have been normally. And so I just like uh, I can't go down that road again either of, of being disappointed. So, you know, I'm I'm hopeful, but. You know, normally by right about now, I'm telling you like, hey, we need to start thinking about our football preview discussions like nah, not quite yet. Uh, you know, we, we may have to cram them in in August. And I hope we do. I hope we have to do a marathon discussion in August where we talk college and NFL to get it done in time. But we'll see. This is the Matt story version of the champ kind speech to Ron about when Ron left and the hurt was so deep. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I mean, Mark sucked. Like it really, it really did. Um, and, and I, you know, I, I kept it, uh, an outwardly good attitude as much as I could, but it was a bummer because there was so much I was looking forward to in March for sports. As soon as basically the NFL regular season ended, my mind turned to March and, and it just wasn't anywhere near what it was supposed to be. So, you know, I'm just kind of taking it a little at a time and hoping to have fun with baseball in late July, basketball in late July and August. And, and then we'll see what happens from there. Yeah. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. Uh, Until next time, he's Matt. I'm Ben. It's the Ben and Matt Sportscast.